Tell me a story. In this century and moment of mania, tell me a story. Make it a story of great distances and starlight. The name of the story will be time, but you must not pronounce its name. Tell me a story of deep delight. Robert Penn Warren. David Waters was raised in northern Indiana, but has lived in Bloomington for the past 11 years. Hollow and Round, David's first collection, was published by Bloomington's own Ledgemule Press. He has recently been admitted into the MFA program for poetry at Indiana University Bloomington. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus Dorsey. David, what poems have you brought for us? The Difference. There have been a handful of times I have felt like a kidnapper, so that tonight I'm afraid someone may call the cops on me. Imagine trying to explain that, yes, I am the father, that everything is all right. He's just tired. After about a minute on the bike, he's sitting still, saying sorry he caused such a fuss. Halfway home now and off of the road some, I see a buck with half his face torn off, jawbone and teeth. He's exposed himself enough for all the world to take an honest look. I think maybe I should call the cops, that somebody ought to put him out of his misery. But just before I reach for my phone, I realize I can't tell the difference between us. So instead, I follow him to a place I don't yet know. This is the truth. I met Haiku Larry on the way to Kentucky. He was filling his tank at the pump next to mine. He had a scar that ran like a row of corn down the right side of his face. His eyes were blue horses running toward water. I once heard he pissed the words of the First Amendment in cursive into the snow, so that when he asked me if I was a craftsman, I didn't hesitate. He told me that he once wrote two haikus and recited them to me. One was about a racehorse, the other the Grand Canyon. While writing this, and because I do not know him, I begin to imagine he is a widower, that his wife died in a house fire nine and a half years ago, that he cut his face on the bedroom window after throwing her burning body into the snow. He tells me he can still remember the way she melted the snow there, how the black and turning of her body made a perfect angel, the outline raw, brave even. And again, because I know nothing, I imagine that he threw himself out that same window. But unlike her, he was lifted like a blackbird to the sky. Not yet. I too have taken the long way home. Many times I have wished for the secret door and gotten lost. I have felt the black dog stalk me there, have heard it call my name in the gathering darkness, beckoning, beckoning. Always I answer, trembling, trembling, not yet, not yet. The blush. He didn't say it looked like fire or his dead wife's hair, but I blushed when he said my beard was beautiful. Can you blame him? And can you blame me that when he asked if he could touch it, I said yes? 
end of the night sonnet. In Davenport, Iowa, there is a break room in an all-night massage parlor. In it, mother and daughter sit after a long night. What I notice most is not the men slowly milling around outside or the blue heat of cigarette smoke in the break room. It's not even the way their legs are touching, one crossed over the other, exposing thigh and cheek. But it's the way they must love each other, here, at the end of the night. You've been listening to poems by David Waters on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinist-Dorsey.